Welcome to the first ever podcast from me. Today, we will be looking into a recap of the 2019 All-Star Game. So, in the first inning, Hyajin Ryu took the mound for the Dodgers, and Justin Verlander took the mound from the Astros. And at the top of the first, Justin Verlander was pitching to Freddie Freeman and was mic'd up. So he struck out looking on a one two count. And then they were scoreless through one. And then at top and at the bottom of the second, Clayton Kershaw let up a single to Alex Bregman on an infield hit to the third baseman, then retired Gary Sanchez, but then Michael Brantley came up with a chance to show up against his former home crowd. The Astros. Somebody go get that. That's in the cap. That took the one nothing lead for the AL. And then then the NL got a chance in the third, but on a leadoff double by Kenel Marte, but then Jose Barrio struck out Ronald Cuna, Christian Yelich, and then retired Javier Baez. It was and then the next couple innings were scoreless. And then in the bottom of the fifth, the AL scored on a single from Jorge Polanco to center baseman Max Muncy and Darius Sanchez score. There were a lot of um, infield singles in this game, not a lot of earned hits. And then here comes Charlie Blackman looking to put some damage on the board. 1-0 pitch. So now one for nine in the All-Star. There, Hendricks was pitching on the mound for the AL and gave up that home run to Charlie Blackman. So then the bases loaded came up. The bases loaded were up for Pete Alonso with a chance to become the MVP, really, if he came through with an extra base hit. But he singled. He hit it very sharply. Libertores could not handle it. And then the NL scored two more. That was the top of the eighth. And then it, and then Chapman came in in the ninth. Of course, he struck out the side. But Shane Bieber had a um, one, two, three inning, struck out the side, and won MVP. And here's his after-game interview with Rob Manfred. My pleasure to present the Ted Williams All-Star Game MVP Award presented by Chevrolet to Shane Bieber of the Cleveland Indians. 
Shane Bieber, how was your weekend? Uh, it was unbelievable. <laughs> it was definitely a, a whirlwind being added, added to the team about you know four or five days ago. I wasn't sure what to expect, and then uh, was told I was pitching the fifth yesterday, and uh, really just wanted to go out there and get three outs and represent the city well. And uh, you know this is an unbelievable experience just to be able to be here and do it for the home crowd. What did you expect? It's only your second year in the big leagues, right? I mean, so what did you expect? You were told you were pitching. Shane Bieber is undoubtedly having the best year of his career. He is currently 8-3 and three with a 3.4 ERA and has 141 strikeouts and a whopping 1.01 whip. So, the more statistically um, point on the game, the AL has won its seventh straight game and some box scores. So, something surprising here. The starters did not have much of the... They did not have much of the highlights. For him, Brantley was the only starter who actually um, had an RBI. Most of the, there were two runs scored in the seventh by the AL, and then the NL scored two runs in the eighth and one run in the sixth. Charlie, Charlie Blackman was only start, didn't even start, so that's pretty surprising. And then so Javier Baez went over two. Freddie Freeman over one with a walk. He was mic'd up. And then Cody Bellinger, he went over two with two Ks. And um, during Michael Brantley's um, RBI double, Christian Yelich and Cody Bellinger were both mic'd up. I played out earlier, but you couldn't really hear. And Josh Bell, he had a hit. He went one for two. Um, JT Realmuto, he went 0 for two. Um, Pete Alonzo went one for two with two, two RBIs. The most RBIs for the NL with the single, with the bases loaded. And Max Muncie was 0 for two with a strikeout. So was Wilson Contreras. Colonel Marte, he had made one of the best games for the NL. He went one for two with a double. And Ronald Kuna went over two with two Ks. And David Dahl, who was just who has been absolutely crushing the ball lately, leading the Rockies, um, went one for one with an RBI. And for Oh, no, no, check that. He went one for one with a run. And then for the AL, George Springer, he obviously had that leadoff single and and then struck out later in the game. Francisco Lindor went over two. LeMayhew went over two. He's been, I um, read a newspaper article about him. It's very um, cool. He won a batting title in 2006, 16 or 17 for the Rockies. And has not been the, I would say, the star or the face of that team since he had traded to the Yankees. And then David Torres went um, one for two with the strikeout. Mike Trout went over two. That's very surprising for how he might have the best. Um, he might have the best All-Star um, just career of all time. He's been inducted into the All-Star game like I think eight times in his career. And then Whit Merrifield went 0 for 2 with one strikeout. Carlos Santana went 0 for 3. He had three at-bats. He was um, another home player. He did not have a great all-star weekend talking about um, how much he's been um, in it. He, in, the in the derby, he only had 13 home runs, lost in the first round. And in this, he went 0 for 3 with a strikeout in front of his home crowd. Um, then the, Abreu came in for him. He 
was retired, and Jaden Martinez went 0 for 2 with a strikeout. But in the first inning, um, while Christian Yelch was mic'd up, that was just before um, Michael Brantley's double, he slapped one to the wall, bringing Christian Yelch all the way back, and made a leaping catch at the wall. It was an, a pretty unlucky hit. And then Gary Sanchez went 1 for 2 with a run. Bregman went 1 for 2 with a run as well. Chapman went, um, he had no official at bats, but walked and later scored. Michael Brantley went 1 for 1 with a RBI. And um, that's mostly it. Um, Meadows and Bogarts are both retired, and Betts never had an at bat. Holland say he deserved it with what he's been doing lately. Jorge Polanco went 1 for 2 with a RBI. He hit a single to score Darius Sanchez in the fifth, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, in the fifth. And Joey Gallo, he hit that home run in to right field. Hit it 1 to 50 miles per hour. Absolute slapped it. And came around to score, obviously. He, that's, that was the only at bat of the game. All right, pitching. pitching. Ryu scoreless, let up a hit. Kershaw did not do good. He had two hits, um, let up a run, and struck out one. He's not been a good all-star pitcher. It's a second loss of in his all-star career. Jacob DeGrom had a scoreless inning. Luis Castillo had two strikeouts in his scoreless inning. Bueller um, let up a run and had two strikeouts. He let up that single to Jorge Polanco. Um, Soroka, he's for he pitches for the um, Mike Soroka. He pitches for the Braves. He's not a one this year with a 2.42 ERA. He's a rookie. He's not um, known too much. He had a scoreless inning, um, but no strikeouts. Um, Brandon Woodruff, he had a very shaky inning. He walked one, um, gave up a run, and let up a hit. He um, let up that um, bases loaded. Hit to P. Alonzo. And oh, oh yeah. By the way, P. Alonzo did not have a two RBI. Um, that hit he had was not um. It did not score two. It only scored one. I'm pretty sure. Let me let me just check. Oh no, it did score two. I was right on that. And um, Will Smith didn't came in. He let up a run on only got one out. He let up the home run to Joey Gallo, and then Alcantara has scored the same for the Marlins. Sandy isn't it? first name Sandy. And then Chapman came in the save. Brad Hand gave up two runs. He let up that P. Alonzo hit. And Shane Green um, had went scoreless for an inning. And then Hendricks, not not Kyle Hendricks, Liam Hendricks for the um, for the Oakland A's. He has a 1.24 ERA on the year, 3-0. He had a um, he let up he let up that home run to Charlie Blackman. But then start out the side after that. Shane Bieber, obviously the all-star, scoreless, no hits, no walks, three strikeouts. Lucha Chialito, one walk, a strikeout. Jose Barrios, two strikeouts and a run. And Tanaka, a scoreless inning, one hit and one strikeout. And Verlander, who started the game, two strikeouts and no runs. So, that's mostly the all I can give about yesterday's altar game. Obviously, not the most, I would say, entertaining game. 
but a lot of people would rather see a more scoring game like last year's. I think it was like eight to seven, eight to six. And so tomorrow is the first marks the first game of after the All Star break. The Astros play the Rangers. Um, the Rangers are pitching Lynn, Lance Lynn, who's having a great year. Well, it's not an All-Star game, though. It's 11-4 with a 3.9 ERA. Astros haven't decided yet. But um, I would mark a great game on Friday, on Friday, July 12th. The Dodgers versus the Red Sox. It is a World Series matchup. Um, the Dodgers have not decided who they're going to um, put on the mound, but the Red Sox are pitching Eduardo Rodriguez, who is 9-4 with a 4.6 ERA. So I'll give a quick look at the standings and uh, your statistics. The Yankees are leading the AL AL East by 6.5 games. The Rays are in second, and Boston's not far behind. Um, AL Central, the Twins, those home home run antics, are leading is leading Cleveland by five and a half. And AL West is not even it's gone closer. Oakland has had another surprising good year with their low salary. They're nine games above 500, but they're still seven and a half back. Um, Atlanta's leading the NL East by six, and then the Cubs are the best division of the year. Is no no doubt the closest division. The Cincinnati Reds are 41-46, and they are 4.5 games back. 4.5. They're in last place. The Pittsburgh. Is 2.5 games back, one game behind 500. St. Louis is 500, and they're two games back. And Milwaukee is three games above 500, standing at 47 44. It's a lot more games than any of the most games that played in league. They're a half game, and the Cubs are 47 43. And then the NL West is not even close. That's a brush off for the Dodgers. Alright, so the individual statistics. On the year, we have a tie for home runs with no, no, Christian Yelich is leading lead home runs by one to um, Pete Alonso and Cody Bellinger. Um, the highest average in the lead is Jeff McNeil, who recently de- dethroned um, Cody Bellinger, who the squirrel is having just like is not even comparable. I we see a lot of these years, career years, people like just have the best years of their career. But Pete Alonso, I mean, um, Jeff McNeil, is like he's he's been nothing before this. He's been absolutely nothing. He he doesn't have much power. Last year he didn't play much, but this year he has been 349 with seven. Not he doesn't yet. Yeah, not much for the power standpoint. But he's been 349 with. 100 hits already, and 23 doubles, not bad. And then the doubles leader is Josh Bell, who's also, as well, the RBI leader by 13. Wow. The strikeout leader, not the best um, stat, is Domingo Santana, who's actually having a pretty good year. He's 18 on runs, batting 286. He's leading the lead in strikeouts, but it's not even that close. He's leading it by eight, and then Javier Baez is behind him. Okay, then OPS, 
Christian Yelich, then Cody Bellinger, and then Mike Trout, not far behind. And the most run scored, Mookie Betts, then Mike Trout, and then Bellinger. So that mainly wraps up what um, our podcast today. Come back tomorrow. We might um, have a quick podcast because there won't be much news. We might be talking about the second half predictions and our um, and how we stand. See you later, and thank you for joining the podcast.